If you live in the South, you already know most of us like our iced tea sweet. If you've moved from the South, you probably can't get sweet tea in any of your local restaurants. Either way, we wanted to revisit this important prior episode on how to make good sweet tea. If you are new to our podcast, you've got at least 130 episodes you get to choose from. So, for now, meet us at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Hi, Laura Beth. Hey, Lainey. And hi to all our new listeners. I love that we've got new listeners. We've been doing this uh, a couple of years now, so it's fun when we get new people. That's crazy. And this is our weekly chat that we do around my kitchen table every week, and it's free to everyone, and I absolutely love that we have new people joining joining us at the table. So what do we need to fill them in on? Probably Patreon, right? Yeah, let's start with that. We have a Patreon community where you can go deeper than just this weekly chat. Yeah. And it's divided into tiers. Like you can kind of get your feet wet in the Southern Curious category. Um, And that's where for $5 a month, you join in that community and you get more. You get exclusive content. Sometimes that's videos sometimes that's images you get some of our recipes we've given away access to the video portion of some of our zoom interviews yeah so that is fun for people to actually get to see interviews so that's a way you can go just a little deeper yeah if you're ready to get waist high and in general patreon is just a place where lots of creators artists and podcasters even right can get financial support yeah so that's what all of these things have cost around them so we'll, we'll link to it in our show notes but sorry yeah. i just want to make sure before yeah, you went on to the other like, tiers what is, it? What is yeah. this word patreon <laughs> yes. yeah yeah it's a weird word um there's a little deeper waist deep um, grouping that we call officially southern yes and that's ten dollars a month but with that you get even more than the first category um we have adorable t-shirts can i just say that they turned out even cuter than i would have expected good like seafoam green i love the color, color. yeah and, um, yeah they say our little phrase peace be with y'all yes um we were thinking what we were gonna do was do you would get a t-shirt after six months yeah but we we updated it It, y'all needed and y'all need these t-shirts in your hands sooner so we're getting everybody at the 10 or 20 dollar level you get your t-shirt after After three months months. and you can represent and you'll love the shirt it's so cute um and all the other things we said even more recipes even more um good stuff yes so and then we have a vip steel magnolia category which is $20 per month. You get all that we've already mentioned in the other categories. But yep. we also get you um, a swag bag, a swag box, I guess it should, as as you've got on the website. Yeah. Of just Southern products, fun stuff. Um, they get that after six months? Yeah. Is that right? And it's, yeah, it's stuff maybe even that you've heard us talk about on the podcast. Right. So it's just, some of it will be familiar in terms of 
brands and things. But yeah, just some Southern goodies that show up to your door that's just kind of a fun package. That's right. Fun mail instead of bills and yes all that kind of stuff so we just wanted everybody i know we've got a lot of new listeners so that is what patreon community is that's a way you can get um more than just the weekly chat yeah and go deeper and then the other thing i would say is follow us on instagram we do oh, all yeah. of our giveaways there so we've had a lot of giveaways too. we're at steel magnolias podcast follow us and make sure to keep a close eye on what we post because we put content up there that's just fun and pretty, but that's also, like we just said, where we're going to post a giveaway. Um, we put some of our sort of news updates and things there as well. So, And we've got some things already on the calendar that are really fun that you're going to want to see on Instagram. So oh, yeah. there again. Oh, and we also have Facebook groups where people interact with each other. And that's a really fun thing too. Yeah. So, so we'll link to all of this in our show notes so that y'all can plug in. All okay. right. Cool. So this was a listener suggested topic, sweet tea. Yes. Feels so basic. I know. I I thought, can we really do an episode on this? But we've got lots to say. I think we can. And so we've touched on it, of course, in the past. We've written articles on this even (laughs) um, for publications that have asked us to. It's uh, one of the recipe cards you get in the Patreon. Thank you note that you get is for sweet tea. you got to know how to do it. So it's basic but also important enough that we wanted to make sure if there were any questions about sweet tea <laughs> that we had an episode devoted to point to people to. It. Well I think it would be fun to start with you know we loved our name Steel Magnolias because of the meaning behind the name. Yeah. But we also do love that stinking cute southern movie. Yes. Called Steel Magnolias and Truthy had a line in that movie um, where she called iced tea the house wine of the South. Yes. So, I mean, that's how basic it is in, in the South. I love that. She has so many quotable lines <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. So, I guess I will say homemade anything is always better. But there is a brand that I'm going to throw out there that, like, I want you to go ahead and just know, grace on you if you don't want to make sweet tea. There's a brand out there called Milo's. Thank you, Alabama. That is so good that if that's what you want to pick up and that's what you want to serve at Thanksgiving, go for it. The sweetened version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't buy the unsweetened and let people do it themselves. That's a big no-no. If you can't find Milo's in your grocery store, my second recommendation before I get into how to make it and all the goodness that comes with that is a restaurant called McAllister's. They have... Yes about thank you Mississippi yeah they have like 400 locations in 28 states so that's why I'm mentioning them because they are pretty large they have a great tea that you can buy by the gallon so that's your second recommendation if you are headed to Thanksgiving and you're supposed to bring something um I would suggest that but of course you know our true hope is that you guys can get good at making this yeah it's get not, comfortable enough. It's easy. It's not hard. It really is but easy. But there's some important steps. There are. So I like to start. Oh, I, I wanted to give tell some history. Yeah. Well, it's just a little snippet, but I just thought it was really interesting that apparently we've mentioned before one reason that sweetened iced tea is popular in the South is because it's stinking hot here. We have so much humidity, yep. you need a cold drink. But apparently, 
tea drinking became even more popular in the South when Prohibition took effect. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, people often would even have alcohol in their sweet tea. Right. Before Prohibition. Yes. So then when they're used to that, yeah, and now Prohibition is in effect, you can't get your hands on the alcohol, we still want to use these beautiful glasses. Right. Same coloring. And have a nice... Yeah cold drink yeah so we're gonna do just sweet tea if we don't have anything else to put in there yeah so and that probably is even how variations came to be oh no i'm sure the fruit tea and the yeah you know peach you know peach tea and all of those yes. things because people are wanting a little excitement in their tea drink yeah so you really never know what us southerners are doing in our front porch sipping because it all true. has a similar coloring so <laughs> it really is so quite true. hard to tell um so I like to start in making sweet tea. First of all, I think it's funny. I don't even use the word iced tea. Right. Like when I say iced tea, that feels foreign to me. Right. It's, it's always sweet to just me. Just sweet tea and that means cold. Yes. Um, but we are referring to just sweetened tea today. Sweet iced tea. Um, but I like to start with making my simple syrup. Because I need it to get to room temperature okay. before I add it to the tea. So I actually start with that. And we've talked about simple syrup on here before. We're going to go into even more on this episode later. But simple syrup is simple. It's it is. equal parts. So I usually do, my recipe calls for one cup sugar, one cup water. But I have found I don't need that much. Oh, okay. For my personal preference. Okay. So I can even go somewhere between like a half or three-fourths of a cup. Okay. But it's got to be equal parts. Yes. All you're doing is putting those in a little saucepan, bringing it just to a boil, but like not letting it sit there and boil. Like get it to boiling and then back it down. Mm -hmm. You just want that sugar to dissolve. Just diluted. Yep. And then you immediately move it off the stove. Give it about 45 minutes is what it takes to cool to room temperature. So that's why, again, why I want to go ahead and start that first. Because that's going to be the most lengthy time of any of this needed. Now, I'm going to say, in case you're listening and you don't do sugar, you can actually do equal parts honey. Yes, good call. Just thought I would say that. Good call. Whatever your preference is. I don't think that is as good in tea. So that would be, I guess we would call that a honey simple syrup. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Like simple syrup, if you were to just hear that, somebody's referring to sugar. Usually means sugar water. Yeah. Sugar water equal parts. So honey simple syrup, they're not meaning honey and sugar. No, 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 no. (laughs) Lord have mercy. A hummingbird might like that, but. Yeah. So that's what I start with is getting my simple syrup. Now it's time to make the tea. I like Lipton, right? I like Lipton. I like uh, Louisiane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Theirs is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Either of those. But I will make it with anything. I have an off-brand in the house right now. I don't even know what it is, and it's fine. But if I get my choice. There is a different yes. taste depending on your tea. Um, I think Lipton is a little stronger tea. Than yeah, it is. Louisiana's more that, like, orange pico, I think they yes. say. Yes. Um, so you may have a favorite, and it's yeah. okay yeah. to use your favorite. Yeah. So as sisters, we have so much in common and things that we agree on. But this is kind of where the road splits in the tea making. <laughs> we do things different. So I'm going to tell the rest of how I would do it. Okay. And then you just interject because I know you've got some different ways. So people are just going to have to find their own rhythm to it. 
I can I first ask a question? Do you think for at your house it matters if it's filtered water or not? No. See, I don't either. But I know there are places where people's water matter. is yuck yeah. or something, and they can really tell a difference. I can't hear. Yeah. But that's just a factor. I'm already interjecting. Is that's you good. may need filtered water if your water's not real. Yeah. Drinkable. That's great. That's great. That's a really good point. I take ten tea bags, sometimes twelve. Tie them together, and I get my eight cups of water boiling. No tea bags in there yet. No tea bags in there. That's an important thing. Yes. You don't boil the water. With, you don't boil the water with the tea bags yeah, in it because yeah. they'll bust open. They can't. Yes. So while my eight cups of water are boiling, that's about how long it takes me to count and tie off ten to twelve tea bags. <laughs> um. And then once my water's boiling, I put all my tea bags into my pitcher, pour my hot water over it, and I let it steep for eight minutes. Okay. That's just what I do. After it steeps, it feels like so wasteful for some reason to me, but that's long enough for the um, tea to have gotten the tea elements in the water. So then I toss all of the tea bags out. And I'll just, because it's flows in the order if you leave them in there too long it gets so bitter yes I've done that I'm yes. saying that because I've done that where yes. I went and started vacuuming a room yes and forgot and my tea was so bitter so yeah. I'm not sure you know you, you you need to make sure you don't forget it on the stove yes <laughs> or forget it's it so true sitting there and yeah it's I'm making it a lot stronger too. right bitter and stronger so after the eight minutes are up I have tossed the tea bags out. I now add eight cups of ice to my scalding hot tea. Okay. This and is I where start stirring. I do it different. Yes. So I just add water. Okay. My point is to get them melted. Yes. So it is adding water, but right. it's also cooling it down. Yeah. And so, um, like, I don't dump eight cups in the pitcher and walk away. I literally sit there and, and stir, stir it and melt it. Till it's melted. Okay. I have tasted a difference when I haven't done that. I don't know why. Okay. That doesn't seem to make sense. Is to I just put water and then um, put it in the refrigerator. Okay. And that's what, another place that we differ. <laughs> I don't put mine in the fridge. I always keep it on the counter. On the counter. I, I still haven't found a pitcher I like. I mentioned this on our estate sales episode. Like, I really want a glass clear pitcher with a lid. That's hard to find because my glass pitcher doesn't have a lid. Mine it's just, neither. They're hard to find. And I have, have a, a lid. plastic pitcher that does have a lid. That has a lid, uh-huh. which is usually what I end up making it in. Because did I even mention that when I put my tea bags in there, I do cover it? I didn't mention that. That's important. I okay. cover my tea when it's steeping. Uh huh. I do too. So, what do you do on a glass pitcher? Do you just put a book over it? on top or like (laughs) so well one thing I do is I steep it in my teapot oh I put the bags in there put the lid on and do that then I pour it in the pitcher okay does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah that's smart and then and then toss the bags and add my water so I don't know that I could fish out all my tea bags oh no no here's what you do you twit you twist the tie yeah right yeah yeah so that you've got those little tags yeah, all yeah. together. They're all together. The lid goes 
it's sticking out. Okay. You're so not dropping all, it all the way. They're all, it's sticking out with my lid snapped Perfect. down and they're all Perfect. together when I pull it out. Love it. So then I just, it's on my countertop cooling. Okay. And about the same time that it's at room temperature is when my simple syrup's ready. Okay. So I just dump all the simple syrup I made. So whether that be a cup of sugar and a cup of water or three-fourths cup, whatever I ended up doing, dump all of that into the pitcher to sweeten it and stir. Okay. Well, that's yours it. is always tasty, I think. So, so you're doing it and it, it works. I think that's a variation of a recipe I got out of Southern Living. I do know the ice part is from Southern Living. Okay. I read that once there. Well, um, we got to find the right glass pitcher that has a lid. I don't have that either. Wouldn't that be nice? And you, It would be of, really nice. A lot of times you'll see in, especially like older Southern women's mm-hmm. homes, you'll see um, plastic wrap. Right. Over or the, you'll see that mm-hmm. in uh, restaurants. Yes. They yes. have like an old looking, class, classic looking yep. plastic you know they got their sweet tea and the unsweet tea and the water pictures yes. they all have that plastic I'm that's like, true why? Why well here's one thing i was going to say though the beauty of keeping it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. you can even put that pitcher in the refrigerator while you're making everything so it's cold when true. you pour it in there too yeah, yeah. that's really that's helpful good point. yeah anyway yeah. Um, I did want to mention, because you were talking about brands that people could buy. Yeah. Um, I did not even know this, but I got on the website for that, uh, Louisiana, for some reason that word's hard for me to say, Louisiana. They make a Keurig K-cup. Stop. That's sweet tea? That's sweet tea. And you just put it, you know it hot let it cool down put it over ice i did not know that and i loved that for the fact that there's a lot of people that either have t90 kitchens they don't have a lot mm-hmm. of space mm-hmm. or they're just modern minimalist and yeah. they don't want to have a bunch of stuff i had no idea that was even a thing that's amazing so i don't cake up but if you cake up you're a and that sounds a little more appealing um and it's just a single serve glass that's awesome tea for you that's awesome isn't that fun Um, you want me to throw in a few other just tips? Yeah. Well, I think that there's so much you can do even with basic tea. Tea. Okay. Um, when you're, and I'm not even getting into simple syrup yet, but you can, um, have fun with garnishes. True. Putting, you know, we now see lemon often with tea, but you can do orange wheels. You can do apple slices or strawberry, um, you can even do frozen strawberries or blueberries. Yes. Like there's lots of different garnishes you can put. And that just makes it so, I don't know what it is about a garnish, but I feel so special. It does. <laughs> if somebody it gives me a drink that has like a special touch. Yeah. Yeah. Put it, a little thought into that. Um, you can even add a zest you know, just a little strip of citrus zest, be mm-hmm. that lemon, orange, lime, grapefruit, whatever. Yeah. And while you're steeping your tea. Oh, that's You smart. can just throw that in there so it gets a little flavor. A little flavor. And then maybe garnish yeah. it too with whatever it was you used. If it was so orange, good. you know, put a little orange slice in there. Yeah. That's a simple touch. Yeah. That can make your tea look over the top. And that might be fun for some of the upcoming holiday things that are around the corner to make it feel like well yeah we're having sweet tea but we're having sweet tea in our pretty glasses with with rosemary and cranberry in it or something like that with our garnishes Um, and you can even muddle 
these things yeah, yeah. and put that in the glass. So muddle meaning take whatever fruit it is. And there is an actual muddler that mm-hmm. you can purchase that's like a bar accessory. Yeah. Um, but you're basically just crushing, getting some of the juice out of. Yeah, a wooden spoon would be fine. Or yeah, something to just get yeah. some of the juice out of the herb or yeah. or whatever it is that you're using. Yeah. Um, and pour your tea over that. And that's a nice little way to get some fun flavors. So fun. Well, we also have the option of changing a little bit of the flavor with a simple syrup, right? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about simple syrups, but did you have any other sweet tea tips? Um, well, we kind of talked about this, but you definitely want your tea to cool down yeah. before you serve it. Don't yeah. serve it when it's still warm and right. you put it over the ice and the ice melts. Like that's changing the whole flavor. It right. needs to be already cooled down. Yeah. So plan that in. Yeah. In your entertaining. Exactly. That's not a last minute thing that you're making that needs to be, you know, maybe the day before. Well, I am last minute usually on deciding to make sweet tea, but I always give myself at least two hours. Yeah. Just for that. For it to be really ready to go. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, And then I've heard this. I've never actually done this, but if you find that your tea is like um milky looking or just not mm-hmm. got a night apparently just a pinch of baking soda i've heard that too makes it a little more clear yes i've never done that i haven't either i have heard that that works and so i just thought i would mention it because even different people's waters it's different probably from the water yeah different things yeah so, um that doesn't change the taste if it's just a pinch but just apparently right gives some Help clarity it cleans it up and clears it up yeah <laughs> Good point. Well, let's talk simple syrups. Okay. So we've already mentioned how to make a basic one, but, and we've already mentioned that honey can be a simple syrup too. So if you are not a sugar um, partaker, just know that as well. That's a different option for you. But um, yeah, this, simple syrups can sweeten not just tea, coffees, lattes. Water. I mean, you can use... Simple syrup in any right. kind of thing. Snow cones. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, when I was looking up, like, simple syrups you can purchase uh-huh. that, I think it's pronounced Torani. Torani? Yes. yes. That brand yes. is what I always see in a snow cone mobile or a well, snow cone Well, and that's shop. what you will see at Starbucks that yes. has all the, or coffee shops where they have the hazelnut and toffee and all yes. of those kind of syrups. Yeah. These are great. All of those kinds of things are great in glazes and things like that too yeah. that you're making for ice cream or a, to go on a cake or something like that. There's a million things you can do yeah. with simple syrups. Yeah. So just as we started the sweet tea section, you can either buy them yes. or you can make it. Yes. So you have several I that do. you of a one particular brand that you've purchased. So the first one I ever purchased like this was I had a cocktail at a restaurant that I really liked and I ended up finding the recipe Mm -hmm. and it included, it's the brand is M-O-N-I-N, Monin, I guess is the brand. And it was white peach. So good. Simple syrup. So I bet that one's probably fairly easy to make. That's the one it looks like you've used the most of. I've used the most of that one. Um, I bet that one's fairly easy to make. Yeah. But I just thought 
I'm going to buy the ingredients. And I did. Yeah. And I've made that cocktail a few times. Yeah. Um, I haven't dappled a lot with putting that in other things, but that one I have put in tea and it's really good. That sounds like it would be for tea. You know, it's yeah. just peach. Yeah. I like yeah. peach tea. Yeah. Um, the beverage that I make with it is a um, Kentucky mule. So it's bourbon based, uh, but it's okay. that mule ginger beer kind of thing. Um, but some, that particular brand, I really highly recommend if you enjoy mocktails, cocktails, cooking with different herbs mm-hmm. and flavors. Their website is unbelievable with recipes. Okay. So many. And it's broken down just beautifully where it's like, here's lemonades, here's smoothies, here's... um water drinks here's you know just it's broken down so nicely where you can literally just go oh I want a festive lemonade that's here's awesome. where I'm gonna go um, they literally have over I think it's over 120 different simple syrups what it's <laughs> insane and it's kind of intimidating yeah because there's so many yeah so just think through like I wish that I even in, I've, I've purchased four. Two of them, I think I probably could have made. So now I'm making more myself than okay. I was when I first started. Those are nose. big bottles. And that's a downside is you're buying a, I forget how many, 24 ounces yeah. or something. It's a lot. It looks like way more than a household so, would need. Unle- uh, yeah. Unless you are making huge quantities or... Having a party. Ha- yeah. But even then, I mean, yeah, it's simple syrup. Sterile. So you don't really need that much. Um, but they have some that are made with herbs. Like I have the lavender and I have the elderflower. I mm-hmm. wouldn't know how to make that. No. Like that seems a little complicated for me. Yeah. Um, but there's so many different ones on here. And some many of them I think I could probably make. Yeah. And they sound really good. Strawberry basil or peppermint. Mm. Like, but I can make that. Yes. I know how to make that. Yes. Um, lavender or elderflower, I didn't know no. how to make. So I just went ahead and purchased those. So anyway. Well. I'm so excited. I don't know where to go next <laughs> on this topic. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, where, where can people find simple syrups in the grocery store? Is that probably something people need to know? I feel like it's usually with other honey, agave, um, those sorts of products. That's a good question. Like um, wherever your liquid sweeteners are. Maybe there. That should be where it is. Maybe in the bar section. True. But these are not in the grocery well, the brand you just mentioned. Yes, but they are. are but the there grocery. are. They're on Amazon. That are. But in there grocery are. Stores. Yeah. But and there's lots of boutique ones now, too, of different simple syrups. I just saw a company, and now the name escapes me, that has a burnt sugar simple syrup uh-huh. that I thought sounded That's really nice. interesting. Burnt, you said? Burnt sugar. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many. It's, there's so many varieties. Toasted marshmallow, simple syrup. I mean, yeah. there's like just millions of yeah options. Well, I feel like there's an aisle that's going to either like blend. It's going to go like honey into teas, into coffee, if if in that area. So I think some of your um, bar uh, bars, mixers, and things. Right? Yeah, and I think some of your. Um, Alcoholic beverage stores are going to carry a few things that's like this, true. too. They will. If that's... They will. Yeah. 
So if you're in our um, Patreon community, we shared an, a recipe for a spiced apple simple syrup. Yes, Lord. I can't even tell you make how glorious that is by a bonfire. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah. There's So let me quickly do my lemon ginger simple syrup because that was the one I basically was like, this is what I'm going to highlight yeah. to make. Again, simple. Half a cup of sugar, half a cup of water, half cup of lemon juice. So fresh would be what we would recommend. Yes. But if you can't, you can't. And two tablespoons of peeled and chopped ginger, fresh ginger. Mm -hmm. So you're going to gather all that up. You're going to bring all of those ingredients to a boil. So now your kitchen smells good. Medium high heat. Yeah. And then you're going to, as soon as it's boiling, um, then you're going to reduce the heat. You're going to continue stirring it probably even for like another seven, maybe 10 minutes. And the mixture is going to actually reduce in size. Yes. And so, um, cause the sugar is absorbing. And if you want a thicker syrup, you can simmer for a little bit longer. Okay. But you don't have to. That and does then, make it settle more. And I don't think that's a good thing, but I don't either. Yeah. And then you're going to filter all of that through a strainer to yes. get rid of all the Chunks. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Discard all the ginger root. Um, and you, then you're going to store it. Mm-hmm. Now, storage is important because um, you want airtight. Yes. I've yes. mentioned this on here before. I had a major ant problem oh, from some simple syrup I didn't have. Sealed. And I le- well. that I was left out. This needs to be refrigerated. Yeah. Not all of them do, but this one needs to be refrigerated. And you can keep it in the refrigerator for up to six months. That's amazing. Yeah, I do that so, with a lot of the ones I make. Because especially if it's just me, like I'm going to get several uses out of it. Yeah. So I'll just make a little more than I need. Yeah. And put it in the fridge. So you could add that to like a, well, just a cup of water or some sparkling water. Um, you could add it to your tea, mm-hmm. hot or cold. Hot. Oh, it'd be good in hot yeah. tea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you I'm feeling sick it over pancakes, <sighs> you can do a lot with simple syrup, but Waffles. the lemon ginger one was the one I was like, I want to highlight that today. That sounds so good. Well, I have a recipe that I pulled cause it was a winter recipe yeah. and I thought it sounded really good off of that Monin website. Okay. But I think this is one I could make okay. myself because their recipe calls for purchasing two of their syrups. Okay. And I think I could make these. So the the cocktail or the drink is blood orange and winter citrus lemonade. Ooh, I And like I thought that. this sounds really fun yes. to, for kids or adults yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So you need a half ounce of blood orange syrup and a half ounce of winter citrus syrup. So really, I think you could even make one Mm -hmm. since you're going to be putting this all together and just put some oranges, blood oranges, grapefruit. Yeah. All in with your equal parts sugar water. Yeah. You can muddle it. You can just put it in the water, however you want to do that, and just... Let that all seep in. Yes. And then strain it so yes. that you don't have the the chunks of stuff. The, yeah. But you've got that wonderful citrusy goodness. And then you put a half ounce of orange juice and six ounces of lemonade. Okay. And I think that sounds just so that delightful. Sounds, and it's citrus season. Like we're moving into a season where you're going to be able to find all Blood of those oranges very easily. And, yes. Yeah, or you should be able yeah. to. Yeah. So there's your, and you can garnish it with the blood orange because those are just so pretty or lemon or whatever. that is awesome 
Well, we mentioned storage. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, too, because you've done this. I totally stole this from you. These make for great gifts. Yes. Especially because you can buy really pretty bottles. Yeah. And it just is so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, and those bottles are often not expensive if you all have like an old time pottery or somewhere like that that has. Well, I found a set on Amazon that they call it um, the swing top. Okay. That's what that top is called you that you that. swing it okay. around and yes. it like. It's very French to me. I don't really know how to describe it well, but that's what it's called. A set of six that are 16 ounces that are, you know, would be airtight just like Uh for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's good. So you can get that on Amazon. But yeah, you've done it before as gifts. Obviously... As we've already mentioned, somebody doesn't need a lot. A lot. So you that was one problem. With I got a bunch of a bottle, thinking I was going to make gifts for, but it was a little bit too big. So yeah. by the time you would make something, it would be way too much. Does yeah. that make sense? Absolutely. So you said you how said many 16 ounces? Sixteen ounces. Really, you don't even need that I don't many. Even you think need you like need that eight much. ounces. You need like I was thinking ten, twelve at the most. Yeah, eight would probably be perfect. Actually, yeah. so if you could find eight ounce bottles, that would be great. But um, yeah, and those can be fun gifts because you can just batch something, makes a big batch of something, and even do a theme. Maybe you give somebody a bottle of simple syrup you made, but you also give them some nice tea and some nice mm-hmm. fruit, and yeah. they have like the whole thing. Yes, whole gift. Yeah, um, that's fun. That is good. I want to mention one other thing uh-huh. that I saw in doing my research that I've never done this, but I think it's so brilliant. I got out a gift you gave me, the French press. I French pressed coffee this morning. Well, this um, in the research I was doing, there was a couple of places I saw where they put things in the bottom, like citrus fruit. Oh, my gosh. Um, like all different kinds of things things that you would want to steep your flavor into and you're just why have I not thought of this why have we never thought of that I have it's brilliant a french press and it's a regular just one or maybe two by the time you put it on ice um just thought I would mention that and they also said you can you know muddle it a little bit before you put it back in with your liquid going over so if you don't know what a french press is how would you explain it? It's, it's glass. A, it's a glass canister look. No. Yes. Yeah. It has a handle. It's And it has a pourer. Like it, it's all in one, one container. sort of succinct thing that you're going to make it in and pour it out of. Yeah. And there's a metal piece that comes. This is way too hard to it's explain. It's hard to explain. But you have your coffee. You put the coffee down in the at bottom. At the bottom. Then your hot water goes in. And it doesn't. It's steeping it. To get the flavor, but not the grain, granules up into the coffee. Right. The pressing part is what you do last to keep all the grains down at the bottom. Right. So you could do this, my point being, with lemons, oranges, rosemary, whatever it is you want in there. Pour your hot water. Game changer. Game changer. I'm doing this Especially if it's just for one or two. If you're doing it for a big group, it's going to be a pain to make it that many times. but. Oh my gosh. I thought you would get a kick out of that. I'm so glad I listened to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm so glad I researched for this podcast because I learn all kinds of things. Oh my gosh. Well, that was a good, I hope that helps y'all feel confident in making your own sweet tea and even maybe branching Dump, out. Dappling and simple, and simple syrup. syrup. And if not, we told you a lot of things. You can just go to the store and get That's it. That's right. <laughs> Purchase. in the show notes. <laughs> Well, have a great week, and um, we just can't wait to meet y'all back here at the table next time. That's right. Peace be with you, Lara Beth. And also with y'all.